my last book, Everyone Has What It Takes, I wrote a fair amount about my relationship with my youngest son, Jack, who is on the autism spectrum. Raising a kid on the spectrum uh, teaches you a lot or taught me a lot about not just what it is to be human, but also about writing in certain ways. See, people on the spectrum go into what I think of as the autistic bubble. It's a bubble we all enter sometime, but uh, kids and adults on the spectrum go into it more often and go deeper where they are hard to reach. Uh, they're in their mind, in their thoughts. And this was certainly true of Jack. And when he was a very young, when he was a boy and still in school, we eventually had to homeschool him. But while he was still in school, his teachers would say, with justification, they would say that they he couldn't pay attention. He can't pay attention, they would say. And then I understood. Sometimes he'd go in so deep, I could say his name over and over. He wouldn't give me his, he wouldn't respond. It was as if he had gone deaf. But the truth was, and of course, if they gave him homework, he wouldn't do it at school. With schoolwork, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do the homework at home. If they wanted him to read something, he might not read it. It seemed like he couldn't pay attention, except that if we gave him a Lego set for Christmas, He'd take that right into his room, plop himself down on the floor, and he'd put that thing together for two to three hours, leafing through a, a uh, instruction manual as thick as a magazine. He was paying attention. He was focused and as attentive as a person could be. It was just on something he was interested in. And I would think about that sometimes the difference between what it was when he wasn't paying attention to the schoolwork and he was paying attention to the Lego set, the difference between he can't pay attention and he isn't paying attention. It's a big difference. It's two different words to describe the same experience. One has all the despair of failure. The other, the patience of learning. Can't, you're broken isn't your growing. It's a big difference. And I think it's important as writers that we understand this difference because if you're writing, you have a dream. You have a dream of sharing your work with other people, getting it published, self-publishing and having it be read by hopefully a lot of people. But it's a dream for which there is no obvious, clear, pre-laid path. It's not like being a banker or a lawyer, or a doctor or a teacher, you just got to find your way. And you will spend a lot of time where that dream is not real realized yet, where the book hasn't been published. The book hasn't even been finished, and it seems like some days you never will. But there is a big difference between something that hasn't manifested and something that never will or won't. Hasn't and won't are two different descriptions of the same experience. And I've learned not just from raising Jack, but from now my own experience as someone who's been at this writing game for a long time. The stories I tell myself matter more than the stories I tell on the page. Saying to myself, it won't happen, that's like telling myself a story that I don't want to read.
I have to be as deliberate with the words I use to describe my own experience to myself as I am with the words I put on the page. Don't tell yourself a story about your experience, about the dream, which is growing step by step, word by word, sentence by sentence. Don't tell yourself a story about that experience. Don't use words you wouldn't put into your own poem or essay or novel. Don't tell yourself a story you don't want to hear. It's one thing to be conscious of the stories you tell other. It's another thing to be conscious of the story you tell yourself. And when you can be conscious of the stories you tell yourself the way you are with the stories you put on the page, you will see the success that you so crave, that you know is a possibility that hasn't yet happened. You will see it flower. It's inevitable, but you have to pay attention to what you're telling yourself. It's more important than what you tell anyone else. So thanks for listening. I do these every week. And so if you don't want to miss a little dose of inspiration and advice, go ahead and subscribe. And, and don't be afraid to reach out to me at williamkenauer.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.